0: Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state, so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. Let's get those paint brushes
1: rolling. Hi, Kirk Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our True Value paint department has so much to offer when it comes to painting. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value paint department can help you get started. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all of the accessories you need to get those brushes rolling. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company opens seven days a week at 303 Broadway.
2: With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today, and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed-price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls, and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan.
0: Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette.
3: You deserve to hear better and live well. Hi, this is Elizabeth.
1: And JT Kraft from Evia Hearing and Sound. With recent developments in over-the-counter hearing aids, we want to make sure you are cared for and have the information you deserve.
3: FDA-approved OTCs are designed for adults with mild to moderate hearing loss. But how do you know if you fall into this range? We understand and can accommodate your desire to purchase a simple solution, but want you to know how important provider care is for your outcome. Where will you go if something fails? Can you adjust your devices if your hearing loss changes? We
1: have amplified hearing protection and basic OTC devices starting at $399, but we also fit prescriptive hearing aids tailored to your loss, which may ultimately serve you best, and that is our goal. Funding and financing options are available.
3: Visit us at 1273 Coffeen Avenue, online at eviahearing.com, check our ad in the country bounty, or call 674-8920. That's 674-8920.
0: First Federal Bank and Trust has been a proud partner to our community for over 88 years.
3: Investing in our community alongside others makes everyone care more and help more.
0: First Federal knows the Sheridan area. They've been working alongside nonprofits, local businesses, schools, and our hospital, creating a culture of success for our community.
3: First Federal is dedicated to service and community commitment. We've served generations of individuals and families. We have a rich history of service that points to a bright future with you and for you. Join us in our community commitment to investing in the Sheridan area member FDIC
4: this is Public Pulse your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust you can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE that's 672-5763 now your host for Public Pulse Floyd Whitey morning and welcome to Public Pulse
5: joining me this morning (laughs) is Sheridan Memorial Hospital's Chief Ambulatory Officer, Holly Zeitz, and Development Coordinator, Jasmine Slater. Good morning, ladies. How are you?
6: Good. Thanks Good. for having us. Yeah.
5: Now, uh, how were your holidays? And Holly, I'll start with you. How did everything go?
6: Well, they were awesome. I got to play in the snow. I got to visit my family and see my kids and enjoy the the horn, so it was a it was a great holiday.
5: Oh, that's fantastic absolutely. to hear. How was your New Year?
6: It was lovely. I always like New Years. It's the start of new intentions and start of of a new a new phase.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Kind of wipe uh, the blackboard clean <laughs> and and go all over again. Absolutely. Right? We'll give it another try, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jasmine, yeah. how about you? And my holidays were great. Got to spend time with family and friends and. Like Holly said, you know, start with new intentions and, you know, the excitement of the year ahead, I think is what a lot of people look forward to, which is great.
5: Uh, I don't want to put a curse on us, but, uh, you know, can't be too much worse than 2022, right? Yeah, (laughs) no. (laughs) Or 2020. Yeah, Yeah.
3: exactly. I think there's a lot of exciting things that are ahead. And I think a lot of people are just looking forward to that and, you know, the potential of what the new year can be. I think that's always what's the most fun for everyone to be able to look forward to.
5: We all kind of come together and take the collective breath and dive into the next year
3: yeah there's a lot of diving lots of, <laughs> lots of swimming yeah. wading dog paddling whatever that looks like but yeah absolutely
5: i'll tell you you know one of these years i am going to get out there to lake the schmidt and i'm going to do it i'm going to go into that water i i jumped into cold water for a cause once years ago uh, but, uh, you know, it just looks a little colder up at De Schmidt than it did down in Laramie. I, oh. think,
3: I think you're onto something there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: So, uh, one of these days, that's, that's how I'm going to ring my new year in.
6: So that's 2024 then you're going to do that? I, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah.
5: I mean, it's, it's, I've covered it for the news multiple times yeah. and there are people who just, this is how they start the new year. That's it. They don't go out hanging out with friends. They Go to Lake Schmidt with family, jump in, and that's how they kind of, you know, it's a symbolic uh, yeah. thing, you know, kind of like the, the rebirth.
3: Rinsing the, all their things away. There you and, go. And yeah, something like that. <laughs> or they can't feel anything. I don't oh, know, one of the two when it comes Come to that. Come out of there
5: and head right to the hot chocolate.
3: Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm
5: going to be doing. Yeah. Now, Holly, you are the chief ambulatory officer. Uh, I've had you on the show before. We've talked about this a little bit. But for those who don't know, um, what exactly are your duties?
6: Absolutely. So as a chief ambulatory officer, I help streamline outpatient care for our community. So what and the ambulatory word means is outpatient care. So any of the services that we offer in our clinics at, at Sheridan Memorial Hospital, from our rheumatology clinic, cardiology clinic, ENT clinic, primary care clinic, internal med clinic, um, also our wound care clinic. So all of our clinic and our services are streamlined into um, my, uh, partnerships and oversight to make sure that we're providing care for our community.
5: So really it's, it's, it's an oversight job.
6: Absolutely. <laughs> Going down,
5: checking the boxes, making sure everything's being done that needs to be done to care for people at the hospital. And you know, that's gotta be an interesting, but a high pressure job. Is it high pressure?
6: I would say it's a, it's a high impact job. So I have the opportunity to partner with all of our physicians and our caregivers and our, Um, staff to make sure that we're having, providing the um, most exceptional care we can for our patients in that outpatient setting. So there's so many opportunities for strategically coordinating care and making sure that patients receive the care that they need at the right time and the right place.
5: And you're probably one of the first at the table when it comes to, okay, how do we improve things? And so do you ever find yourself, say, walking around kind of cooking up in your head? How do I improve that? How do I solve this problem?
6: Uh, Absolutely, I do that, but I also rely on my team and my staff to help me find those ideas because they they're at the front line caring for our patients. So when our patients have needs, they're the ones that are bringing forth to me ideas to help improve care, to help improve their workflow, to help improve um, the way we care for our community.
5: No one knows the battlefield like the ones in the trenches, Absolutely.
6: Right? Yeah. Now,
5: Jasmine, you're kind of an acting public relations individual right <laughs> yeah. But you are the development coordinator. Yeah. That's that's something a little bit different, huh? Yeah. And and I don't think I've ever asked you, what exactly does that end
3: Yeah, no, that's a fair question. I mean, I think we all ask ourselves sometimes, what is
5: <laughs> yeah, it? What, what am I, I doing, doing today? Here? What yeah.
3: did I do? Yeah, no, I, um, so my role as development coordinator, um, I work primarily with the foundation and being able to work through a lot of the different events that we do, um, being able to develop the work that we do. Development usually involves a lot of marketing and communications, um, along with philanthropy. So, um in a lot of different organizations that's what that will entail um but for our organization it also really does help us to harness the philanthropy side of it so i do oversee all of our volunteers as well um it, not our hospice volunteers because that does fall under hospice um because there are some very specific guidelines that follow with them and the work that they do is is incredible but it does require a lot different guidelines than our uh, other volunteers yeah. um so i oversee all of our um I would say in-house volunteers and then doing a lot of the marketing work for the foundation, um, the foundation and marketing work really closely together. And so I'm able to work on some of the strategic efforts that feed into what the foundation does. Um, and so there's a lot of work that the hospital does that obviously feeds into what the foundation does, what we're supporting and what things we're doing and how we can work together and partner in doing that. And so, um, being able to do that, I think is, is really pivotal in the work that we do and making sure there is that connection to the foundation. And so I've been able to really help represent that and help kind of fuse that together in some ways. So it's been really exciting. And I think, you know, Holly speaking to a lot of the strategic work that our chiefs do, um, you know, my chief uh, works in, he is our chief development officer. And so, in a lot of the things that he does within HR, education, marketing, foundation, you know, it all overlaps wow. and it should. Um, the work that we would do should overlap. We should be able to take care of one another. We should be able to help um, one another in the things that we do because, at the core, we all should be able to work towards helping and caring for our patients. That is the core of what we do. One mission, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that really is what's most important. So everything we do, everyone should be able to, in some facet, have a hand in it. I'm not saying everyone should have a hand in everything everyone does. (laughs) I'm just merely saying that everything, you know, it is, as she said, high impact. Um, So it is that everyone should be able to have um, a hand in what we're doing, be engaged in what we're doing and care about what one another are doing, because that's 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 the purpose of having you know one mission one vision um that culture of kindness and philanthropy so yeah. and when
5: it comes to the communication aspect of it you know yeah. an organization as large as shared a memorial hospital with yeah. as many volunteers i mean that could Take up how much of your day just trying to coordinate communication between all of these different facets, the education part, the the donations that are coming in. Wait, I got more volunteers. I mean, that's that seems like a lot to handle.
3: Yeah, but I think what's also nice about that is that a story of um, philanthropy, a story of a volunteer, it all feeds together. Someone's experience at the hospital feeds into what they want to do down the line and how they want to impact their work at the hospital and wanting to become a volunteer because they had a wonderful experience with a doctor. You know, every action that we take, everything that we do really does have a reaction in some capacity. Right. And a lot of, you know, work that we do with the foundation is a lot of those positive reactions and we get to really, um, hear all the great stories. We get to work with some of those wonderful people and helping them give that gratitude. And so it's a really wonderful thing. All the, all the work of the foundation is really all these people being grateful for what we do at the hospital, which is such a rewarding thing. Um, and so I think it takes a village, just like anything oh, else. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we have a great marketing team and people who work in different areas and different facets, and being that point person for it. And so just really working with our teams, our doctors, our clinics, inpatient, outpatient, and really just trying to streamline it the best we can. Um, but there's always another message. There's always new things happening. We're always growing. We're, we're trying to improve and we're trying to take care of a growing community. We can't have a growing community without a growing organization. I mean, that, that is, that is not um, a possible thing to have. It's a, it's a symbiotic relationship in some sense. Like we, we have to grow if our community is going to grow as well. So. And
5: age, uh, one thing, you know, within my research, uh, with the aging boomer population, Mm -hmm. We're about to hit that point where we've never had this many seniors as a portion of our population before. Mm-hmm. And so that we all know mm-hmm. comes health problems and, and ailments. And so the hospital you know, is gonna, it's such a crucial role anyway, but now it's gonna play an even bigger role to a larger portion of the population as we go forward uh so you got a couple busy decades ahead uh, yeah. to say the very least yeah
3: you know? and i think it's how those people take care of themselves it's how their families care for them it's how we care for them it's it's not one size fits all i think if anyone has learned anything you know in the past 3 5 years is that healthcare is not a one size fits yeah. all and we would love it if it was i think that's the oh, secret yeah, it'd be sure. fabulous if that were the case but um i think we really do just have to be cognizant of what our community looks like and not, and and how we can care for them in in our in our in our city in our county in our region um and how we can partner with people how we can best serve you know we are a rural community um but how we can best serve what our aging population looks like yes. um and, you know there's people we have to meet people where they're at and and doing the best we can to do that and i think that's um it's hard to predict sometimes when you're planning 5 10 years down the road you know you're just you're doing the best you can and so i think uh, giving each other that grace to do that but knowing that there is a plan in place there is mm-hmm. there are thoughts there are things that everyone is working on and, and just like any business um, but knowing the things that we do about our community and really taking the time to think about that and care for those people is really what is at the core of what we're looking to do
5: And I think that is something that a lot of people don't really take into account when organizations uh, foundations I mean businesses you really got to step back and look at the community that you live in. Mm-hmm. How do I meet their needs? Because Absolutely. it's different than a lot of different places around the nation. Absolutely, you know? uh, beliefs, thought process, faith—so uh, much goes into kind of operating the mission direction of a hospital that mm-hmm. we tend to not think about it. Because you know, it's not our business to. It's yours.
3: Yeah you don't <laughs> n- you don't think about it till you need it. You yes, don't yeah. um, and that's one really challenging thing is when you're going in every single day and you're doing everything you can but then one person comes in there for the first time and it's the you know the first exposure to whatever clinic it is, whatever you know um, inpatient stay, whatever it is, you don't need it till you need it and so you know you have to show up every single day at your best um, but it's challenging because you don't think about it till you need it the Welch Cancer Center you don't think about uh, yeah. it um, physical therapy you don't think about it the ER. I mean, all these things that are exactly what you need when you need them there, but you don't think about it until that point. And so it's our best showing up every single day so that when that person has that first exposure, second, whatever the case is, um, they have what they need when they need
5: it. And the team was at their best the entire time. Yeah. What inspired you to get into this line of work?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I really wanted to do nonprofit event planning. I mean, at the the core of what I was thinking um, when I was in high school, I did a lot of philanthropy work. I did a lot of volunteering, but um, it was in my business classes that I really was like, hey, these are things that I really like. This is where my skill set fits. And so it was kind of melding my passions to what my skill sets were and how do I make that work in the real world, um, which can be a really challenging thing when you're 16, 18, you know, <laughs> what that looks like, what, yeah. is, what is my reality what of is what the I, scope yeah, of the real what world? what can I do every single day? Um, and so I think that's what that really became. And so I went to school for business because I knew that no matter what, that would be a good foundation for me, but I really wanted to do nonprofit work. And so I was born and raised here. I went to school in Boise, Idaho, and I stayed there for another five years after I graduated, And literally five years on the mark, it was just this itch that I wanted to do exactly what I wanted to do. I really wanted to find that. And I ended up coming back home um, to be the volunteer coordinator at the hospital. And it kind of bloomed and developed based on what the needs of the hospital were and what I could provide. And I really love philanthropy work. I love doing that. I love being able to do marketing and really share the message and the brand of what we do at the core. Of what I believe and what I want to do is help people, and so our our teams um, do that tenfold. I believe in the work that we do, and so it's very easy to share that message through the foundation, through the hospital. Sharing that message is very easy to do, and taking care of the patient. And I believe that everyone shows up to do their very best, and that we want to get better. I mean, I believe that that's what we want to do as humans, yeah. and so I believe that that's what our teams do, because. Um, what people do is really hard. I'm not a clinical person. So I, I try to give back in the ways that I can with my skill set to support them in that way. And so that's really how I, that's, that's the condensed version of how I stumbled upon it. So
5: And there's always something more to do, isn't there? I Absolutely. mean, I, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day. Uh, it been a while since we talked. So it was about a two-hour conversation. It led us down the, the, the rabbit hole of technology mm-hmm. where so many people can look at something and say, you know, that's developed. That's done. But we've got to depend on the young people to come forward and say, wait a minute, no, I can take this a little bit further. And if you're working at a hospital, especially, I think, a hospital, there's always more. We can always improve this. Uh, Even if we think, wow, you know what? This whole department is perfect. Now, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I've got a way to improve that. Right, Holly? Absolutely. And, And you can take it a little bit farther. Take care. A little bit farther yeah. or even change the definition of what care is
7: mm-hmm.
5: um, so let's talk about health life Fridays mm-hmm. now what is this and what is the goal
6: yeah our healthy life Fridays is a way to be able to connect our patients um, with the services that we offer at the hospital so um, we formerly had uh, wellness lab draws and we be- We rebranded that to be um, Healthy Life Friday, a way for our patients to get access to screenings and monitoring their own um, health results.
5: Now, why was it rebranded? I mean, if, if we're already kind of got this going and here I, you know, coming off of the conversation we just had. Because I can improve it, Floyd. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, know, kind of, uh, you just talked about this, buddy. But why did we rebrand?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So that way we can streamline the access to the care for our community. So we are, we moved our um, Healthy Life Fridays down to our primary care location at 61 South Gold Street, and excuse me, Gold Street. And um, we were able to do that so that way we can have that access and create some community um, representation to the, the services that we offer. So like Jasmine was talking, we have all these amazing and quality service lines that we offer at the hospital, and then we also have all these amazing community resources that we're planning to bring together on um, the third Fridays of every month, so that way um, our community can learn about maybe we have a month that we focus on um, cardiac health, maybe there's a month that we focus on oncology health, and then you could still go in, get access to the information, but also do your patient-directed um, lab tests.
5: Now when it comes to the various labs, because there's quite a few that, that uh, can be done, what is the cost associated with this? So I go in on a, on a healthy life Friday. Uh, what am I going to have to have to get this done?
6: Yep. Um, these are low-cost tests. These tests, um, they're cash payment, but the cost is low. So because they're screenings and because they're um, monitoring, they're not diagnostic tests, it's a lower cost to the patient. So consumerism is part of what we're dealing with in healthcare right now. So yeah. patients can say, I'd like to take a look at what's going on with my A1C or, um, you know, I've been monitoring for some thyroid um, challenges that I've been having, like what's my thyroid levels at? So that way you can get access to information so that you have talking points for you to talk with your provider about.
5: So that you know what you're, where you're at when yeah. you begin that discussion with your doctor.
2: Yeah,
6: absolutely.
5: And uh, you know, it, it's, it's come such a long way to be able to, what do I have and what do I know? Uh, I can remember when web, well, I won't say the internet, the, the website's name. But there was a website that came out where everyone started self-diagnosing. And, and I think doctors were like rolling their eyes, you know, oh, dang, here we go. I'm going to have to explain to this person. It's a cut on your thumb. It's, it's not going to kill you, you know, having to go back to that. But now I can present real information. Mm-hmm. I can say, hey, doc, you know, you wanted me to watch my thyroid. I've been going down to these Healthy Life Fridays. I've been keeping an eye on it, can but I saw a spike. Can you help me explain this to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that kind of like what we're going for?
6: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're going for. So it's just access to information to figure out how we're doing and how we're how we're taking care of ourselves. So um, a lot of physicians will talk to you about what's important um, for the screenings that you would need to do, so they can help direct you on that. But there's also people that are that just want to know where they stand and where they're where they're monitoring their health.
5: And it can be something. You know, really important, or it can be just like a little thing. Uh, mm-hmm. On on the list of these tests here, one of them was the vitamin D check. Mm-hmm. Well, last time I was checked up, had to tell someone said you've got a vitamin D deficiency, and that's mm-hmm. something that's actually quite common here in the state of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. But I can go in and get that checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can keep an eye on that. Uh, And I think that's absolutely amazing because I can do it. I can't remember the price of that vitamin D check. Mm -hmm. But from I just took a real quick precursory look over all of it. I don't think any of these were over $80. Uh, Some much less than that, around the $35 range, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely cost-effective. I can go down. I can get some vital information for pretty cheap. Now, I do have to take a quick commercial break, but... uh, one more question on, on how we get this. How long until I get results from these tests? Because I can go in and get the test done. Am I going to be waiting a week, a month?
6: Well, the the very exciting thing is that you can access that information online as soon as they're resulted. And we can probably talk about that in a little bit. Absolutely. But um, if you ask them to be mailed to you, you'll get them within a week.
5: Within a week. Yeah, absolutely. There and, and that's really fast. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to continue with Sheridan Memorial Hospital. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
0: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment the food group is receiving these funds per random drawing.
7: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment.
4: Member FDIC. Was one of your New Year's resolutions taking better care of your car? It all starts with maintenance, and Midas Tire & Auto's here to help you start off the new year right. Midas has money saving offers on what it takes to keep your vehicle running smoothly, from oil changes to changing fluids. Make your car last longer by following the maintenance schedule in your owner's manual. Till the end of the month, save an extra 15% on oil changes and recommended maintenance at Midas Tire & Auto in Sheridan.
2: Wrap plumbing and heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Rap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Drippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Clogs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rap at 429-1196. Why
7: wait for a so-called tire sale to buy tires? Hi, this is Chris Hayden with Hammer Chevrolet. There's plenty of winter left, so if you find yourself sliding all over the road, let's get you some new tires. With our price match guarantee, you don't have to wait for a sale. If you provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, we'll match it. Find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we'll refund the difference. You can't beat our price match guarantee on brand name tires from Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Alger.
5: rookie sophomore? What is that? I'm picking my own name next year. Hi guys, it's Dave McAllister with First Northern Bank and Sheridan Honda and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em.
7: It's a tough crowd. Just listen.
0: All right, let's look at games this week. Chargers travel to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. This is probably the most interesting wise.
7: game of the week. I would I would say, uh, but I'm gonna go Jacksonville. That's a long road trip for the Chargers. In a plane? I
3: mean, it, it's, yeah. I, that's a long, yeah, but long road. Trip. Still, I mean, it that's is about four that's, hours. That's something
0: you gotta you gotta James, think about, especially if it's charter. You gotta take cover. Something baggins. you gotta think about. They're mm-hmm. not on a yellow bus on the back road. Hey, Yeah, they're the not
2: li- yeah they didn't have to, They're not riding a zinger all look, the way down the road. Okay? Here's the thing. The F <laughs> A. FAA, they just close all flights for today. Who knows what's going
0: to happen open in day, now. two days? They not oh, they're open now. Oh,
7: they open now. Okay, never mind. Charter flights. They'll God forbid oh, they charter Southwest or something, <laughs> and then they lose all their luggage, and then it's a disaster.
5: Listen to us live every Wednesday at 7.40 a.m. on KROE 103.9 and play for a chance to win a $100 prize every week. Go to Pro Football Pick'em on the contest page on sharedmedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. We're brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. With me this morning are Sheridan Memorial Hospital's Chief Ambulatory Officer, Holly Zeitz, and Development Coordinator, Jasmine Slater. Now, we were just talking about Healthy Life Fridays. This is an opportunity for you to head on down there, get some blood work done that can be vital. It can be uh, just helpful information like a vitamin D check. Uh, It's all very cost-effective, and you will be able to get your results if they were to be mailed to you in about a week. But Sheridan Memorial Hospital is offering a secure online access to your personal health information through their patient portal my Sheridan health. So I'm going to turn over to you ladies. What is my Sheridan health?
6: It is your connection to your personal health information via a app or a website. So it's an awesome opportunity for patients to be able to connect with their provider, do their telehealth visits, um, message their provider, ask for prescription refills, um, send a message, you know, be able to coordinate care for yourself and have access to the information that your provider gives you during your your visit.
5: Now, the first thing that comes to mind is something that I, I worked in briefly during, in the military. Security.
6: Absolutely. Online
5: security <laughs> yeah. is such a big issue nowadays. Absolutely. How is my health information, which is something that can be absolutely misused, how is it protected? On, on this platform.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely a secure platform. So there's so many regulations that um, require us to maintain and um, protect patients' protected health information. But it is a secure portal. Um, we, we are able to do that through our IT team, which is awesome. And they keep track of all that information that comes in and out of our health system every day. Mm-hmm.
5: So this is something I can trust.
6: Absolutely. When I yeah.
5: open up that app, no one's going to see that information but me. Correct. And my healthcare provider.
3: Yeah, it's the same way. I mean, the way that you communicate with your healthcare provider is the same way you communicate. I mean, it's the same way we hold your health information within the hospital. I mean, it is this. It, it is an app that is through that. It is not just you know a random app that we created and, yeah, and right. said, "Hey, here we go." Um, it is through our applications that hold health information, and so it is. It is built through so many different um, networks, and it's built through so many different firewalls to protect it in that way. So it wasn't just a standalone that we created. Um, it's through, you know, the health information system. So there's just so many safeguards there. I mean, as she said, there's so many regulations to that, but there's just so many safeguards there that it's how your health information is protected across the board, which is so important. Um, and it's so vital to have that, those safeguards there in place. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's definitely necessary to have those there too.
5: Now, in regards to that information, what is available? Uh, can I get on there and basically just see my entire life?
3: Yeah,
6: absolutely. So any conversations that you have with your provider, so office visit notes, um, diagnostic test information. So the information from your lab draws from your radiology studies, um, information about your immunizations or vaccine status. So you can get all the information that's in your electronic health record via my shirt and health,
3: mm-hmm.
5: vaccine status. Yeah, um, that's something that uh, we've all kind of learned a little bit about over the yeah. course of the last two years, huh?
3: Yeah, I think that there's. I mean, there's so many stories and so many instances. I'm happy to get, but I think one of them, it, it, with vaccine status alone, um, I think there's just that reminder of when was the last time I had it? When did I need to do that? And and people think, oh, if I'm in my doctor's office, it's that that's not important, right? But um, we've had multiple people when they're traveling that misplaced their card and need that information or they just can't find it in that moment. It's just that urgency of when you need it and needing it right then and there and having that available to you. Um, And even as simple, I mean, the vaccine status is one thing for, I mean, COVID is one thing, but your flu shots, a tetanus shot is another one um i had that same instance where i was traveling and i was like when was the last time i had my tetanus shot and something happened um I, and i was like i don't know when it was but i'm in an urgent care in another state they're not going to access my records they can't right. look at that you know it's it's very small minimal things but having access to that is is vital and so just being able to pull that up and look at that is is just such a great resource to be able to do that and you know,
5: I was <laughs> in the military. I got some pretty nasty horror stories about individuals who misplace their immunization records yeah, on some course, but now you're days away from going overseas and they can't allow that. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that the military is very good about is making sure that you've got your vaccinations. And yeah. so if you lose that card, well... We're going to start all over again.
3: Yeah, yeah.
5: And over the next uh, couple days, this is what you get to do. Yeah. And shot I th- after shot.
3: Absolutely. And I think, I mean, so there's, you know, your immunization records. Um, Just even having the dates available is another thing. I mean, <clears throat> for so long it was six months out and a year out. And just those reminders, things start to run together, but not just for you, but for your family. You know, how many parents are trying to track this for their kids or for their parents? Sports, or, activities. Yeah. and just trying to have that information it is about the access the 24 7 access and availability to that you know if you're at a doctor and then you're needing to go to a pediatrician or you know you're going to an urgent care because that was you know what you're that's where you're trying to communicate those are it's it's real life information and Absolutely. they're real life instances that just have that information, but your prescriptions. Um, that's one thing for me is when you go into a new doctor's office or you're going in to volunteer someone new, somewhere new and they're asking about your prescription information and I'm like, oh, I know the medis- medications, but what are the dosages? And, I don't uh, remember yeah. that. And when
5: did I start?
3: Yeah. And, and just some, some of those really simple things, just having access to that information. I mean, this isn't meant to be complex and knowing every single diagnosis from what appointment granted there are people who utilize it that way and need that information at their fingertips but just at its at at its base (laughs) and having that base benchmark those are some of the real life instances that people are using it truly every single day
5: and and there is a power to it um there's a power to knowing exactly uh you know the information is when was the last time i visited my doctor maybe Mm -hmm. i should go in Mm -hmm. because i can't sit here and even tell you that myself Mm -hmm. i got to take a quick commercial break when we come back we're going to can you continue talking about this my Sheridan this is something new it's something great and it's going to do nothing but benefit you when we come back we'll continue with Sheridan Memorial Hospital this is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM Sheridan
0: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Food Group is receiving these funds per random drawing.
7: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
3: Are you ready for the spring semester to begin? Drop by Sheridan College's main campus or the Bomber Mountain Civic Center in Buffalo for walk-in Wednesday on January 18th from 3 to 7 p.m. No appointment necessary. Meet with admissions, financial aid, and academic counselors to plan the next steps of your education. Individual appointments are also available. Visit sheridan.edu for more information. Register now. Spring classes begin January 23rd. Sheridan College, begin your journey. Do you love
6: what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing. We don't expect you to know what to do. You don't do this every day like we do. Let me and my outstanding and caring team at Best Real Estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success. Give us a call today, 675-BEST. As always, make it a great day.
2: Probably brokered by EXP. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek.
7: Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 6720726, affordable choices for healthy living.
0: The Carpet Design Warehouse Clearance Sale is on for this week only. Hurry in now. Get 30% off rolls of carpeting, 50% off remnants, 30% off hard surface flooring. They need to make room for new flooring, that's it's coming in at the end of the month. So all this flooring has got to go by the end of this week. Carpet Design's huge warehouse clearance sale on now. 643 Riverside, 672-5136 Carpet Design.
1: Good
5: morning and welcome back to Public Pulse brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Wedding. My guests this morning are Sheridan Memorial Hospital's Chief Ambulatory Officer, Holly Zeitz, and development coordinator Jasmine Slater. Now we were just talking about how Sheridan Memorial Hospital is offering a secure online access to your personal health information through their patient portal, My Sheridan Health. Now, we've talked about the information that is available for you to view. It's pretty much anything that you want. How are you going to apply that in the real world? Well, if you've ever tried to get your child into either sports activities or, or even into college, that is all information that can be tough to find, immunization records, medications, imagine having that at the tip of your finger. All you got to do is bring it up. And you can give them dates, you can give them, you can even talk to your healthcare provider right there. Now, as we were talking about this, uh, one question that I had for you, why was this developed? Is it just the convenience someone came to the table and said, wouldn't this be nice?
3: <laughs>
5: Is that kind of how it all started?
3: I mean, I think that there is obviously that, yeah, wouldn't this be nice? Wouldn't this be nice? Yeah, but I think um, that there are reasons for it, right? I think that there are instances where you can't use it. And I I say that not that you can't use it, but there are real-life instances where you have to fax something certain over for a doctor, you know, for surgeries or certain things like that, where health information records really do still need to to transition, but this is that proactive approach to having healthcare in your hands, having that information that you need. Be, people being able to have their records and information at their fingertips when they need it, um, and and being able to empower people to have the information that they need, and that transparency of people having the access to that. And I think that that's just, this is just another step forward in doing that. Um, you know, the Healthy Life Fridays are meant to empower people to be proactive in their healthcare, and I think this is just another instance of them having that information when they want it, when they need it. I mean, you can send things in the mail and we can get you your information. That is not, that is not an issue, but this does help you get that information quicker, have it at your fingertips where you need it. But also it does just help empower you in other situations, other situations with your family. If you're a caregiver and need it. Um, I know an instance of a patient who is caring for their 90 year old mother, um, mother-in-law it might be, but you know, they have to have access to that information, but they have family in other places as well. And, um, you know, she has approved where they can look at her information and so it's okay how was mom's doctor's appointment oh, wow. and there's there's the ability for them to communicate as a family as a care team and be able to access that and I think that's also really important that people have they are empowered to do with that information as they want to and I think that that is vital for people to be able to make those decisions with their own information how they want to and that's what we want to allow them to do and we want to be able to provide the tools and resources to do that
5: and that's amazing and and the transparency is such a big issue Mm -hmm. uh but time is rarely the doctor's ally and if if by being proactive going to healthy life fridays having that information available right there in the palm of your hand Mm -hmm. what if something horrible was was caught in Mm -hmm. that but now you were able to get ahead of it as as you know, as opposed to behind it.
8: Sure.
5: Uh, that could be absolutely life saving information. Absolutely. Um, now, we've talked about why it was developed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure uh, during the break we may have talked about how long it, it took, but it, was this, this probably took a while to get off the ground, wasn't
3: it? Yeah, I think like a lot of the things like our strategic plans, and I think we alluded to this earlier, we have five, 10 year plans. 20 year plans with, you know, with the strategic plans that we're looking at. So I don't, I would never say that this was an overnight plan. We definitely had to figure out how it was applicable to our patients, how it was going to be accessible, how we were going to make sure that we got them the right information and how they were going to use it. Because there is the online platform as long as, as well as the application, um, how we can help streamline them being able to access it, making sure our clinics feel comfortable with it, um, and being able to help people do it. And at Healthy Life Fridays, we have people there to help you sign up for it so that you can access it and people learning how to do it so that they know what they're doing because the first time you do anything sometimes there can just be that, that oh, there's anxiety always of a learning to do curve right? <laughs> yeah and, and you know and so just having people available to help do that so i wouldn't say it was overnight i think there was definitely some development and troubleshooting and figuring that out um and i think there was also a soft rollout with our patients too and us getting comfortable with how information was put in there and doing that so it was definitely i you know a six month process for, you know, development at least, but then also just the soft rollout and learning how things work and what happens and um, getting it to our staff too. And, and them learning how to use it from a provider and, you know, staff perspective, but also a consumer. A lot of our staff are consumers of it, this information as well. Yes, absolutely. So knowing it from both ends too. So I think there was a lot of, there, there was a lot of time um, there in between. So it's, yeah, all of the, all the things that we do have you know, we have some experiments that we have to run to figure out how it's going to work.
5: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think a, a lot of people tend to think that, you know, maybe these things are just launched, but they're not just launched. No. You know, we've gone through scenarios. We've sat down, we've got contingency plans. Yeah. And this is just like what we were touching on before, Holly, where a lot of people will look around and say, oh, wow, this is perfect. We're done. But there's got to be someone to stand there and go, no, we can build on this mm-hmm. and we can improve on it. And this is definitely one of the things that I think uh, Sheridan Memorial Hospital is really at the forefront of. I haven't heard about anything like this in another hospital. I'm sure in urban areas they probably have it, mainly because of the practicality of it. Mm -hmm. Population. Uh, You know, it's probably pretty tough on some doctors in those sprawling urban areas to take Mm -hmm. care of that many people. So this would actually offer that, uh, a a much quicker answer. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you talked about how there's going to be individuals at the healthy life Fridays that are going to help me sign up for this. Yeah, I know that a lot of my listeners out there, uh, you know, they're, they're not reluctant. They're just like, well, tech isn't for me, but sure. wow, this really does sound mm-hmm. like something I would love to have Sure. or something I would love to have for mom Absolutely. or dad. Absolutely. So if I attend a healthy life Friday, mm-hmm. let's say I, I'm, I don't even need any tests. Can mm-hmm. I just pop in and learn how to get this?
3: yeah absolutely so we have people there to do that but also there's ways for you to sign up on your own like you could sign up today and you can go on our website and do that as well there's information and we have all the outlined information to do that as well
6: yeah and if you're not comfortable doing it yourself and accessing it online and and researching it yourself you can stop into the hospital and stop at our front desk stop at any of our clinic front desks and they can get you set up for the patient portal so Mm -hmm. they can walk you through how to sign in what information you need. They can help you find the app on your phone if you choose to do it um, via your phone app. They're, they're skilled and they're ready to, to assist our patients and their families.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay, here comes the wrench. <clears throat> Mom's incapacitated. Mm-hmm. She's at a point of unconsciousness.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I have her power of attorney. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to do this, uh, have this information that I can share with my sister, my brother, is there somebody at the hospital who can sit me down and say, Floyd, we can get you her medical right we can sign you up for this, and if you feel that you would like other family members to have access to it, we'll help you out.
6: Yep, absolutely. So you can sign up as a proxy through your power of attorney, and we have all the tools to get you signed up to see your mom's charts as long as there's proxy access. Mm -hmm. It works out really well, and it's to Jasmine's point, one of the things that you talked about is that coordination of care piece. So if someone's um, incapacitated or, with your example, incapacitated, they need the access to information or you're helping your mom that lives uh, across the the United States to, to receive care, you know what's going on during that treatment and the visit. So with proxy access, you can see exactly what's going on um, for the care of your your family member.
5: Yeah, see? And you just ground that wrench right out the back. I love to see it <laughs> go through there just like that. Now, uh, I've only got a couple minutes left, but one thing that I do want to touch on is much of the award-winning healthcare up at Sheridan Memorial Hospital has been made possible through donations of time and funds from people in and around Sheridan. <laughs> The people who work to further these efforts are members and supporters of the Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. Jasmine, we've touched on the foundation in the past. I've had uh, board members on the show multiple times. I love hearing from them because they have such big hearts, but it has been a while. Excuse me. So what is the Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation? How do they work to improve the care and conditions of Sheridan Memorial Hospital.
3: Yeah, I try to give a very simple explanation of what the foundation is. Um, so, The foundation is just like the foundation of the house. It is there to support the house. And in this instance, the foundation is supporting the house and the hospital is the house. So what we do is we support the work. We steward out, you know, all of our donors in our community to support the work that we do at the hospital. Um, so we are meant, we are there to support all the work that we do, but really give our community a way to connect to the hospital. And so we do that in a lot of different ways. Um, but I think our community really leads the way in wanting to support the work of our of of our teams and i think our teams and the work that they do really makes it our jobs very easy because of the things that they do and how they treat our patients and the excellent patient care that they provide um that that is a direct correlation of the support that our community chooses to provide we live in a very gracious community um and having left and came back, I, you know, that was really exposed tenfold for me um, and really understanding that and what that looks like. And so um, we really are there to help support that and provide opportunities for people to give back in whatever way, you know, their heart and mind feel is best. And so um, there's a lot of different opportunities to do that. And I think We just want to be able to support and create that relationship so that people feel that strong connection to our hospital, however, however that looks for them.
5: And I think that's amazing, you know, where someone could have that experience at the hospital like we were talking about before, where it's so positive. Mm -hmm. And then you want to help, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way. Join the team, yeah, right? Because yeah. you see the great things coming out of the door. Yes. You see the great services that are being provided. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, my longtime listeners know, that uh, I, I've talked about the, the resistance to some of the vaccinations and things like that in the past and how much the hospital had to work towards that. One thing that I, I, I haven't touched on enough are the, the fantastic individuals in this city who stepped up and took those nurses and doctors, food, water, mm-hmm. any kind of relief that our citizens could give to those people on the front lines of that battle against COVID, yeah. they did. Yep. And, and for those individuals who are out there, I don't celebrate you enough. And I just want to thank you for mm-hmm. everything that you do. And this is another way that we can join the team. Cause you know, when I think about individuals on that uh, in the foundation, I think about, People who have a lot of means, you know, that they're the only ones who can really help. But that's not true, is it? I only got about two minutes left. Sure. That's not true.
3: No, I think that, you know, however people choose to give their time and talents, I think it's, this goes back to what people are passionate about and what your passion is. There's always a way for you to show that passion and give back to others. And I think at the hospital, there's so many different ways to do that. And I think it's just worth a conversation. Um, I was really able to provide that conduit to the hospital during COVID and be able to be that liaison for everyone um, and in how they provided, you know. They, people wanted to volunteer. People wanted to provide snacks. People wanted to provide, um, you know, all different things to our staff in in what they were able to offer. You know, some people were able to provide, provide masks. Some people were able to provide bottled water. Some people, you know, wanted to just do the smallest of things. And I think that everybody has something to provide and it's worth a conversation and us being able to provide a opportunity for them to do that. And I think people just, just need to have a conversation. And I'm open to that in any capacity of how we can do that because I think mm-hmm. that's the relationship that we want to provide.
5: I got the music playing real quick. Give me a phone number to call.
3: Yeah, 673 2418. will get you directly to the hospital.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in today. I greatly you. appreciate you and everything that you guys do over there.
3: Thanks for, Thanks having, for having us, Floyd.
5: This has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM.
0: Shared. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Food Group is receiving these funds per random drawing.
7: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member
4: FDIC. I'm with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports.
6: Tommy, hi. Listen, I know you like to be stylish, but the neon colors from the 90s are just not in anymore. It's time to upgrade your snowmobile gear.
4: Okay, you are going to hook
6: me up? Of course. We have monosuits, bibs, coats, beanies, base layers, goggles, helmets, and it's all 25% off.
4: Wow, what a deal.
6: And not only that, but all manufacturer accessories are 10% off. So if you've been wanting to make your side-by-side street legal or add to it, now's the time.
4: Shop the great deals today at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Our paint department is stocked
1: up and ready to go. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're excited to help you with your next painting project. We have added the PPG line of paints along with our True Value paint line. This allows you so many new and exciting options for your next project. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing the right product, we're here to help. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303
0: Broadway. Open seven days a week delicious mcdonald's deals are now more fun more accessible and better than ever through the mcdonald's mobile app The app is now the only place you can earn my McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Have you heard?
8: Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, craters, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. Remember when your mom used to say, Don't break your arm, patting yourself on the back. Well, if you ignored her and broke your arm, then the Health Nut is the place for you to get all healthy again. Every inch of the Health Nut can make you feel better about yourself. The soup, sandwich, and deli bar and smoothies so good you'll forget you even got a broke arm. Remember when your mom used to say you'd forget your head if it wasn't attached to your shoulders? Well, we can't fix that. But most everything else at the Health Nut on Sheridan's Fifth Street. From the Wyoming Corporate Office
0: Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk
8: 930. K-R-O-B.